Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Facebook Live, Revealing Heal Motivation Monday. I'm Coach Dad. You know, you can't heal unless you reveal. I have amazing guests today, and they are my siblings, Teresa Hammond and my brother, James Bryant. You don't want to miss this. I need you to call up your friends. I need you to tag your friends. This is a story that you want to hear. You can recover all. My siblings are living testimonies that when you fall down, you can get back up. So I need for you to just come on in. Come on in. Get your tea. Get your coffee. I want you to sit down and relax and enjoy what you're about to hear. It's going to motivate you. It's going to stimulate you. You will walk away knowing that today is a new day. Hello, my sister, Miss Teresa Hammond. Hey, Sue, what are you doing? There she go, y'all. Get ready, get ready. She's going to be your coffee show up. My brother's in the house. His name is James Bright, but we call him Alec. But our nieces and nephews call him Ugly. Where you at, bro? Uh, I'm sitting here trying to get my mind right. <laughs> I, appreciate you call, I appreciate you calling me by my government name, but you know, most of the people call me as Alex. Yeah, I appreciate if you call me Alex, big sister. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, I you can know. call you what I want to because I'm your sister, but I'm gonna respect. What well, you I guess you me can. Call you. <laughs> okay, I, I, I guess you can. I guess you can. Well, you know something. We're gonna really. Uh, this is gonna be really amazing this morning because people need motivation to get their day started. With all jokes aside, I'm telling you, I've been looking forward to interviewing my own family. Because we have, you know, we've been through some stuff and God has brought, brought us out. And I, I just want you, you know, right now to take the time, you know, to just uh, wherever you want to start, wherever you want to start, I want you to go ahead, you know, and uh, share a, a little bit about, you know, your story. You know, I don't want to put words in your mouth or anything like that, but just go ahead and start where you would like to uh, regarding your story. Thank you, big sis. First You're of all, I, first of all, I would like to uh, put this out here. Um, God is the head of my life. Um, I am a recovering addict. Okay. May God be the glory. I've been clean a little over 18 years. I started out at a young age. And I, I, you know, I started out, you know, hanging out with older, older people, you know, they used me as they chauffeur, you know, because I wanted to hang with the big boys. Um, first of all, you know, I, I, I just want to thank God, you know, for giving me a second chance, you know, to, uh, to uh, put this out here, you know, uh, I thought about once you asked me to uh to to do this interview, and I said, Lord, what can I say? You know, and 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 he just put it in my mind, you know, to you know, which is just um tell tell the people what you went through. Right. Yeah. So I um can I pause for a minute? Yes. Take your time. Yes, because yes. I I know that you know you have to dig deep. Yeah, I do because you know I I you know I I, I went through some stuff. You know I went through some stuff. You know I used to think I was Mister Untouchable. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and and the Lord gave me a second chance. You know, once I went to jail. You know, uh, um, from after I got busted. You know, I was you know I was I was I wasn't a drug dealer. I was selling drugs just to support my own habit, you know, and and I you gonna help a lot of people. You crying? No, 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 no. I'm not crying. He, I'm he's not crying. he's thinking, and it's all right. I'm not crying. Take your time. You know, I want yeah. you to just. Well, you know what? Let God I, lead you. Why? Why you pausing? I just think it's fair to say, since we are siblings. Um, I think it started with my daddy 
having bootleg houses, not to mention our grandmama having bootleg houses. You know, we was we didn't start using right then, but we was around it. You know, and and you know, of course it was alcohol, but later on through the years, it led us to heavier and harder drugs. Yeah. You know, not all of us, because Sister Deb ain't never takes a drop in her life. Thank but, you, Father. Uh, you know, everybody just wasn't able. We wanted to be. Go ahead, brother. I think it's just about weaknesses, though. Yeah, you okay. said if it wasn't for her praying, if it wasn't for her keeping my children, I don't know, they might still be in fact. I don't know. Well, you're going to yeah, get a chance yeah. to share, you know, that situation uh, with the children because what that that's that inspired you right i mean that that brought you back to a good place uh when when your children had to leave you that wasn't something that you liked you asking me yeah of course i didn't like it but we talking to him right now Okay, well, you butted in. You do know that, right? You butted yeah. in and you interrupted his conversation. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. So you think That's about a, what you got to say. That's okay, sister. You, you can interrupt if you want to, because right now, y'all got me on the spot, you know, to where I wasn't really prepared for this, you mm -hmm. know. But, but I mean, I, I, I can say, you know, I, um, I've been clean a little over 18 years. Yes, that's 18, a long time. 18 years. I started out doing drugs at the age of 18 years old. And, and I, I learned, I learned, you know, as I grew, you know, by being in the street, you know, how, how to end up being, you know, being the man that I am today. And, and, and all I can do is each and every day is thank the Lord. Because, see, when I was in the street, I used to think I was Mr. Untouchable. You know, I would leave a crack house, you know, and five minutes later, they would get busted. People started thinking that I was the police because I wasn't there to, you know, to go to jail with them. Uh -huh. you know? Yeah, you know, you know, and I, 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 I like, I, like I said before, I, I was, I was dealing drugs for a drug dealer just to support my own habits. Uh -huh. I was I was sleeping with his girlfriend, uh, uh his woman, you know, uh 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 and 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 uh smoking up his product. You know, I've never told nobody this. Uh -huh. I have actually I have actually had a gun put to my head and the trigger pull. My Lord. And, yes, and the trigger pull and the gun didn't go off. Okay, and I and I had said to myself, I said, Lord, you're giving me a second chance, you know. And He did give me a second chance. It took me to go to jail. I've never been in trouble a day before in my life. It took me to go to jail. And and, and think about, you know, uh, um, if I wanted to live or not, you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, because my mom and my first wife, they would not get me out of jail because, you know. That was the only way they felt like, you know, that they were saving me. Right. So it gave me enough time to think, okay, yeah, I thought about it. You know, 30 days in the county jail. I spent 30 days in the county jail. And Lord, you don't know how I wished I could have got out the same night because Jesus. I felt like I would have went back and did the same thing over again. But the Lord gave me, gave me a second chance to just, you know, sit there and meditate right you know i sit there and i meditated for 30 days and and, and you know and I, I felt like you know once i got out of there i you know i had my life together you know and my life started changing once i stepped foot back on the ground my wow. life actually started changing you know and and and, and i you know once i hit the street i seen some of the buddies you know that i was hanging out with you know uh um I thought was my buddies because I'm, I mean, you know, yeah, we, I mean, we, I guess there was my buddies because we were smoking buddies. I mean, we was taking uh, 
dope dealers uh drugs you mm-hmm. know and and did some of everything mm-hmm. but i felt like you know once i made up my mind to try to start over again and may god be the glory you know i've been clean 18 years thank you lord 18 years that's beautiful you know, and 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 and, and, and I can't do nothing but praise him every day. Every day that I wake up, you know, I have to say thank you, Lord, you know, um, because he's been good to me. I mean, I should have been dead uh, in jail a long time ago. Well, tell him when you signed that waiver and went in front of the judge. Yeah, yeah. Once you signed, you did? You signed a waiver? I, I signed a waiver. It was um, what I had done. I sold $200 for crack to uh, GBI, $100 for crack to Undercover. Okay, they had me on tape, leaning over in the car, making a sale. Like I say, I've never been in trouble a day before in my life. So you know, I couldn't afford a lawyer, so I had an appointed lawyer. Okay, so once I went to court, I told my wife, I said, I don't want you to go to court with me because, see, I had already signed a waiver knowing that I wasn't going to come back home. Okay. I went to court for three days, back to back. They finally got to me. Once it was my time, you know, (laughs) God bless the dead. The judge is not here today. He looked over the top of his glasses at me. He said, Mr. Bryan, what caused you to get on drugs? I went on here and told him the truth. I, I said, well, sir, you know, I said, I started out hanging out with older guys, you know, and, and, and I wanted to fit in. And, and I said, I've thought about it. I said, now that I'm, I'm ready to make a change. And he said, well, do you, you do know what you're facing? I said, yes. Sir. He said, well, Mr. Brown, I'm looking at sitting here looking uh, you have never been in trouble a day in your life. He said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. People actually thought I was snitching because I didn't go to prison. He said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. He said, I'm going to give you a second chance. I fell to my knees. Yes. Jesus. I fell to my knees in the courtroom. He said, and I don't never want to see you back in my courtroom again. I said, sir, you want my appointed lawyer talking about, Shh, don't say nothing, don't say nothing. I said, what are you talking about? I said, you talked me into signing a a waiver to go to prison, and this judge is giving me a second chance. He said, Mr. Brown, he said, I'm going to give you 20 years probation. He said, he said, you're facing some serious time. He said, I'm going to give you 20 years probation. He said, I don't want to see you back in my courtroom no more. And I just started started crying in the courtroom. I fell to my knees. I just because see, I wasn't expecting to go back home that day. I was looking forward to going to prison. You know. Yeah. I was fixing to get put in the system, but this man gave me a second chance. And you know, and I and I I've had myself together ever since. You know, and I I'm just praying. You know, each and every day. You know, I never have to go back down that road anymore. You know. I can't do nothing but thank him every day. Wow. Yeah, yeah, every day. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. And I just, you know, I just, I just that have to hold my hand beautiful. up every day to tell him thank you, you know? Amen. So. Oh, brother, that's just another level of respect that yeah. I have for you. Yes, yes, you know, and like I said, I always thought I was Mr. Untouchable, you know, because people, you know, this, how did how did they not get you? It wasn't meant for them to get me. That's right. You know, and and I, man, you know, I, 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 I tell you, man, God is good. Prayer covered you. God is so good, yes, yes, and if it wasn't for my family, you, my mother, my grandmother, praying for me, you know, for me to change my life, you know. Wow. I wouldn't be, be here to, to even talk about it, you know. 
To God be the glory. But you know, yeah, he 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 gave me a second chance. And I just thank him. Lord, I thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing. You if the people that are listening right now, I know that they're just in awe because you know you are a community person. You know, you are always out doing things to help the community. You're always sharing and loving on other other people. You know, when God is giving you a, a second chance at life, you just want to be better. You know what I'm saying? And your right. life does not exemplify in any way the past that you live. It does not. You are living a life that is, you know, honorable. And no wonder. It's like you recognize how good God has been. Mm-hmm. And you're showing him in the life that you are living. Lord, I thank you. Mm, 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 mm. Wow, this is, I'm honored to be your sister. And I'm so thankful and, to know, oh my God. And, and, and during that time, me, your sister, my sister, we was out there doing the same thing. But I can tell you this, she gave me the respect. She knew what I was doing. I knew what she was doing, but she gave me the respect. Anytime I would show up where she was at, when she was getting high and I was getting high, she refused. She refused to get high with her brother. You know? Wow. It was it was like she felt like this is not right, you know? And she 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 might have might have been there two or three days and I just happened to just come through the neighborhood. But when I show up, I mean, I would be high as a kite. And I know she was high. She did not stay long. She disappeared. She would not get high with her brother. And I and I and I, I love her for that, you know. You know, and, and it, it it just but it made it made me feel so awkward, you know, because my sister, you know, she's sitting there getting high with everybody. But when I come in the room, you know, I might have a package, you know. Hell, she might be sitting there joining. But she would not hang around. She would always get up and go. That was respect, you know? honey. Yes, yes. And I love her for that, too, you know. She, she, she called ghosts, you know. Well, that explains y'all relationship because... I'm the oldest sister and yeah. she is under me, yeah. but I always recognize that y'all, you've been the older brother. I always recognize that y'all had something special and you know, it makes sense. It makes sense because when you share, you know, different areas in your life, you know, you become each other's hero and shero. You, you know, it's a different type of relationship. Yeah. Because you know? I knew, you know, I, I, you know, I knew, you know, um, being around that environment, you know, it, it, it wasn't for me or for her because I knew how we was raised. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, I knew how we was raised, you know? And, and I mean, I I was just, you know, I was, I didn't care. You know, I just didn't care, you know? I, I mean, I, I knew what my sister was out there doing. And I just wanted somebody to tell me somebody and misused her, you know, so I could use these right here because I didn't mind using them, you know. Right. But I never did, you know. Every everybody showed her love, you know, the same way they showed me. Yeah, I was a crackhead. Yeah, I smoked crack, you know. But I may God be the glory, you know. He delivered me from that poison. Thank you God. Know? And, and and if there's anybody out there that feel like they can't stop. I went to rehabs. I went to two two different rehabs. You know, that didn't help me. You know, it took me to go to jail in order and give me enough time to sit and think about what you know what I was doing. You know, but I had had, had set my mind to stop this. You know, this is not where I come from. Uh huh. You know? I, you know, I, I grew up, you know, uh, 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 with a, a 
church going family, you know. Yes. I grew up with a lovable family, you know. Yes. I grew up, you know, uh my my family loved me and I loved them, you know. And 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 I I refused to go back. Now that I've got grandbabies and great grandbabies, mm -hmm. I'm here to stay till it's I leave. It's a beautiful the thing, you know. And, and I, I I don't want to see them go down the same road that I went down, you know. I mean, I I run up on people's <laughs> I run up on people to this day, and I've been clean a little over 18 years. I run up on them, you know, that and I owe them money. I owe them money for drugs, and they look at me like. I'm going to actually come out of my pocket and pay them something. That I, <laughs> pay them something, you know, that I owe them. They look at me to this day like, you, got you me. still owe me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they look at me like, you got me. Okay, yeah, I got you. Yeah. And after, after 18 years, they actually think I'm going to pay them for some, <laughs> for some drugs that I had got from them. You know, if anything, Easy. if anything, come and give me a pat on the back and say, man, I'm glad. I'm, I'm proud of you. You know, can you tell me how you done it? Right. You know, and I've had someone right. come up to me and say, man, you know what? It's like you just done a 360. You know, it's like we was, over, we was out here smoking dope yesterday. And look at you, look how good you're doing. You know, I got a house is paid for. I got cars is paid for. I got motorcycles is paid for. Something that I should have had years ago. I don't work and pay for out my pocket, blood, sweat. And you think I'm about to let that go? Just to be back out in the street and make you rich? Huh. I'll tell you what you can do. You come uh, out your pocket, let me take the church and put on the tie table. Yeah. Huh? That's what you can do. You know. Wow. The God, God's been good. You know, Deborah and I, 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 man, you know what? You don't know how much I love y'all. You know, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of Teresa. You know, and Amen. my other brothers and sisters, you know. Amen. Amen. Because, you know, my dad is not here to see what's going on this yeah. day. Mm -hmm. You know what? I can see him right now looking down. See them my babies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dad Jimmy Ellick, I didn't think uh -huh. you could do it. Uh -huh. Look at you, boy. You know? Uh-huh. Man, I love y'all. You know, we cut up and everything, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and uh, you know, and, you know, it ain't too many people out there that don't love us, Deborah. It's like, right. you know, we can be around a lot of people, you know. Even back when I was out in the street, they still show me love, you know. Mm -hmm. But us as a family, the Bryant family, mm -hmm. people that actually know us, even people that don't know us, mm -hmm. man, they know we got love in our heart. Mm -hmm. Nothing but love. Nothing but love. And, you know, I mean, it ain't too many bad things people can come and tell you bad about us because right. we come from a loving family. Yes, yes, you know? yes. And I, I, I thank God, <laughs> I thank God for that. I know that you have experienced a lot and I'm thankful you were, you were there to protect my sister. You know, they say me and Trees. Are like twins. I was born January 65. She was born December of 65. So I guess you can say we are because we were born in the same year. But we are totally opposite just as true as you're born. People seem to think that Teresa is the oldest because she act like she older than I am. You know, and she would come for somebody in a hot minute when it came to me. Like, step aside, sis. I got this. You know, you got to tell the people, Trees. You got to you gotta tell the people your experience. It's your turn. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Experience about what? Drugs? Well, if I had to sum it up, right. I pretty much did anything I was big and bad enough to do. 
I drunk almost everything that was wet. Um, I told on, I can remember my time going to the rehab. I told on every drug dealer that I could think of, me and the girl that went with us. Um, and so when we got to the rehab, <laughs> Uh, the sheriff looked, it was two of them, the sheriff looked back at me and said, ma'am, now if we sent a detective down here to ask you these questions again, would you be able to give us the names? Of course, you know, I said the big H, no. If y'all didn't record it then, you know, because I am not telling on nobody. I was renting. Matter of fact, I'm going to the rehab because I'm running from a drug dealer now. You want me to repeat it? <laughs> I want to live a while. Oh, Lord. So, um, you know, I just, I, I had a big experience on drugs. Um, you know, I was sharing with my children last night. I think, and this is just my opinion and my experience, I think drugs begin with me. I know, I, let me back up. Addiction. As a young age, uh, my grandma had a bootleg house. My daddy ran bootleg houses. And my daddy had to keep us a lot of times because my mom worked all the time. So, um, you know, I was into that kind of stuff. Of course, Deborah, my sister Deborah, she always, from the time I can remember, I always walked around with a Bible in her hand. They used to call her Esther on the bus. <laughs> she would beat people in the head with the Bible. Um, I was just the opposite, you know, um, and I tried church several times as a little girl. Mm, this wasn't for me. Now, you know, I would flip over, turn cartwheels and do everything I saw the rest of them do in a Pentecostal church. But it's like my heart wasn't in it. My mind wasn't in it. But I still wanted to be a part of that at the time. Um the, the addiction for me, um, my drug of choice was crack cocaine. Um, I've been clean 32 years. Um, January the 1st, I went in on New Year's Eve night before 12 o'clock. Um, you know, I, I did everything that you can think of. You know, but it didn't take me long to learn the drug game. Uh -huh. So before they started getting me, I would get them. I think my sister can test to this. Um, the one big drug dealer that I dealt with for a few years, he came out of Marietta. And um, he would always put me up in this big fancy hotel. And um, I guess before morning, he was knocking on my mama's door, bringing all the stuff that I had left. Cause I told him to go on to get the shower. Nope, go on to get the shower. You know what I want, and I will know what you want. So you go on to get in the shower, so we can get this over with. And you know, when he, by the time he came out, his money, the dope, and everything else was gone. But it's like it didn't stop him. He just kept, kept repeating it, kept doing it. You know. So I started. I could tell you, everybody got paid from Friday to Sunday. I knew exactly who got paid that was smoke, uh, smoking at the time, you know. Um, but it, you know, it was an experience. Um, defects came in and took my children. You know, my kids were in foster care for, um, I think, three years. They, they give you, they would give you a year, they would give you two years. Now I think they only give you 12 months. I might've been one of those that um, changed that policy because they got tired of dealing with people like me. You know, I couldn't seem to get it together. I was in and out of rehabs. I meant it at the time, you know, that I would go or I was running from somebody because I done smoked up their package or whatever. But, um, you know, that one last time um, it's like something registered. And I thank God each time I went to the rehab, I lost count the times I went to the rehab, but each time I went to the rehab, I learned something. Mm. I learned something different where they was telling us the same thing over and over. It's like only bits and pieces was registering to me. Right. And as I gradually got clean, 
um, the sun got brighter, the food started tasting better. Mm-hmm. You know, the love started coming back in my heart. Mm-hmm. I really took my children through changes. I can remember a time that when it was visiting, uh, they would meet me at the park. And um, so I remember after one of our visits, they would ask me to leave first. And I remember my son, Chad, I looked back and he was running in behind the car crying, had his hand stretched out towards the car, screaming for me. That did some, that, at that point, that did something to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I put in my mind that my kids is in hostage and only I can get them out. My great grandmama, God rest her soul, I remember she told me one time, you know, all the family would pretend they loved me mm-hmm. until I left. And then another family member would come back and tell me how bad they was talking about me. But my great grandmama told me, and she knew what I was going through. She knew I had addiction that I couldn't quite control. And she told me one um, night, cause I started staying with her for a while. She said, honey, let me tell you something. She said, you get them cheering back. She said, I don't care what they buy for them and um, how much they do for them. Ain't nobody gonna love your children like you love your children. It's little bitty stuff like that that stuck yeah. out in my mind. Um, I can remember the morning, Defects called me like on a Thursday and told me that they was coming to pick up my kids that Friday morning. How about I wasn't even there? I didn't wanna be there. The kids kicking and screaming and because they didn't want to go with these people they didn't know. You know, and it's like the more I thought about that, the higher I got. Yeah. And I don't care how much I got high, God is my witness. I don't care how much and how long I got high. In the midst of me getting high, I always had to say a prayer. My God. Take this away from me. God, Mm -mm. please take this taste out of my mouth. You know, and I didn't think God was hearing me. I didn't think God was listening to me. But, you know, all this little stuff, my Aunt Cora and Big Mama and Mama and them was saying to me, um, it's like it wasn't registering then. Mm. It's like right when God set me down, it's like everything started going back through the computer. I call this the computer up here. It's like everything started manifesting, you know. and my mama, she was, she was not, she wouldn't get me out of no rehab. She didn't want me calling her phone because my mama had the kids at first. Well, my mama had started getting on medicine and she could no longer deal with them. So she called defects to come and get them. And I hated her. I, I hated her for a long time. I never told her. I just didn't want, I didn't even want to be around her because I felt like she had failed me. Mm-hmm. But in fact, that's the best move that my mama could have ever made. Mm. Because had she kept my children, I would probably still be out here and the kids grown and gone. Jesus. So it's like everything fell in place that needed to fall in place. Uh-huh. My aunt, Aunt Cora, she would, she would have me to come up in our house so we could play spade and drinking stuff just so she could keep me out the streets. She told right. me that before she died. She started telling me so much stuff I didn't even remember. I found myself getting in an abusive relationship. And, and I guess I played a part in the abusive part because it's like after I got tired of them, I didn't no longer wanted to be bothered with them. I would keep it moving where they thought stuff was still you know, we still had something going on. So yeah, I got jerked and slung around a time or two, but it didn't stop nothing. Cause I'm one of those, um, I was very rebellious. You know, I, if I didn't get whoopings two or three times a week, something bad was gonna happen. You know, my dad would tell me to wash dishes. I ain't washing no dishes cause I knew he was gonna leave on Friday and wasn't gonna be back Sunday. I was sneaking out <laughs> windows. Um, I know I used to I used to bribe my sister Deborah to wash dishes for me and do my chores. And I know what kid I was supposed to wash dishes one night and uh, not thinking that my daddy gets up before daylight to cook him breakfast. I set all the dishes in the oven. He got up and turned the stove on, go heat the house before it was time for him to go to work. I don't have to tell you the dishes cooked. Use your brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I, I remember what he had grounded me, told me, you better not leave out this house. I mean, you better not leave out this house. Well, as soon as he left, guess what? So did I. And I remember I had been out all that weekend. So my daddy just so happened made it home before I did. We lived down in Haytown and we had a screen porch. And I remember that morning before daylight, I come home. And when they let me out up the street, I come around to the front and I seen the doors cracked about that much. Uh -huh. I had out the window. So I tried to crawl, crawl through the windows. He had nailed every window in the house down. So I hid beside the house until he went to work. But you best believe when he got home that day. See, I know how to crawl the wall. Superwoman ain't got nothing on me. I would climb the wall before Superwoman even came out. Hiding under the bed. I could slide under the bed like a slick of butter. You know, I was just very rebellious. Wouldn't mind, wouldn't listen, you know. Um, and they say you reap what you sow. <laughs> just know you pay for your raisins. If you have children, just know that you pay for your raisins. Mm -hmm. God makes sure if not one, two gonna come out similar just like you. And all I can do is pray. All I can do is pray. You know, um, all that hooping and hollering and cussing and fussing and wanting to fight and throw stuff at you. You know, mama used to swing brooms at me and throw shoes at me. Cause every Saturday morning we had to get up and clean up. Go to the laundromat with big old sheets of clothes. That got on my nerves. I wanted to do other stuff. I would sneak and spend the night at my grandmama's house, hide under her house, because I knew it was a weekend, the baby, they were going to party. I knew old drunks were going to be sitting over there. They were going to be gambling all night. Uh, grandmama was going to be frying fish and barbecuing or something. That was excitement to me. That, 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 that was like my comfort zone, you know, beg to stay over there. Mm. Oh yeah. Loved um, going, loved when my daddy would keep us. See back then, McDonald's wasn't an option for us. Mm -hmm. If we got a good bologna sandwich and a bag of chips and a soda pop, Come we on. was the happiest kids. <laughs> going to the fair, you know, work. Other kids would go to the fair and um, do extravagant stuff. Just us going to the fair. I, I, I personally feel like we had a pretty good childhood considering yes. my mom had six children because she worked. When I tell you that woman worked, she, she worked. Yes. I remember her not eating just to make sure we had something to eat. I remember her sitting up all night with her head hung down and her weird kitchen fire on the stove. Look, hey, hey, I don't hey, remember hey, that. Where was I at? You, you can't oh, be yeah. seeing that. <laughs> Cloud and Chris' house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you're talking about the the wood stove. Wood, wood stove. Yeah. We had to cook on. I don't even think you no, lived. No, it was the wood stove in the living room. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Mom, but there was mom, another mom stove in the kitchen. Yes, mom would get up and cook us meals on that wooden stove. Yes. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I, I just, it's a lot of stuff I remember, um, you know, that we don't talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, beginnings. a lot of people are ashamed of their raising, mm -hmm. ashamed of certain things that took mm -hmm. place in their life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but stuff that took place for me, I can't speak for y'all, but stuff that took place in my life, I think it played a big part of making me the person that I am today. Mm. You know, um, after I got clean and sober, um, God blessed me with a job at the rehab where I could help women like myself, you know, pregnant women, postpartum, do a diagnose. Um, it was women's outreach. We served six different counties where if three of us started the program, two, two white women, and one black girl, the black girl was me. I was a gopher, which means I would have to go over in the projects in Rome, Calhoun, Paulding County, Hiring, Bartow County, um, and there was one more other county, Rome, 
anyway, I would have to go to uh, different um, hospitals when women have babies, just uh, tested positive for drugs, stay there until defects come get their kids, uh, the health departments to get referrals, the probation office, the um, jailhouse where they was in jail and uh, pregnant and didn't have no resources. I would have to service all those different places and service in those places for over seven years. It's like it it taught me, it helped me. And mm. it, it really helped me to stay clean and sober because it was somebody that was going through the same thing that I went through that I could help. Right. They could understand, you know, what they was going through because when you burn your bridge with your family, you know, that's the worst thing we can do. And we all do it. When we're on alcohol and drugs, we mostly hurt the people that love us the most. Right. You know, I can remember you keeping my kids, you and mama. Didn't know if I was coming home, coming home from one, one night to the next. I'd stay gone for days at a time. My oldest daughter would, I never would forget, I got some clothes and threw them out the window, was going to try to run down the hill to go to a friend's house to change. I looked back and she was running in behind me. I had to end up taking her with me. So, you know, from where I come from, I can say today, God, we we serve an awesome God because Amen. He didn't have to, He didn't have to pick me, He didn't have to sit me down and say, okay, Trace, right. that's enough. Right. It's right. you to come on in. Right. You know, because right. it's people that I did drugs with that they're still out there. Right, right, right. They still out there struggling. That's that's that's, that's kind of like me, you know, because um, when I went to jail, you know, and um, I got arrested, I don't look at myself like I got arrested. I feel like I got rescued. Yes, there you go. Wow. There you go. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. I got rescued. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, I mean, it, it, it hurt while I was in. I felt I didn't have no friends, you know, um, didn't have money for no commissary or nothing. But you know what? I dealt with it, you know? And, 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 and like I say, I, you know, and I just, uh, you know, I, I, just, I, I can't help from just uh, um, keep on telling the Lord, thank you. You know, God is so good. Yes. yes, and when yes. you know for yourself, when you know that you know that you know, know that you know, that's right. Some people don't know. Don't they know. Don't Some people don't know. know. Come on, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they, don't yeah. know. they don't know that they don't know. That is very true. I know that it's more to the story, and I want people to uh, hear where y'all are now. But that's going to be a part two. What we're going to do right now is we're going to get ready to close Good. and we're going to prepare for a part two because the story has been amazing and it's going to give people enough time to just be able to just marinate on all that's being shared. And we're going to come back for a part two. But before we leave out this morning, I do want you trees to speak to someone that feel like they cannot recover all. Speak to someone that's listening this morning that feel like they have done so much damage that they cannot fix it. Well, let me just say it like this. If um, you're still breathing, if you still have blood pumping through your veins, that means you got a chance. You got a second chance. And I often tell people, if God can rescue me, he can rescue anybody. Because I, I did everything. When I tell you I did everything, I know had, had it been left up to me and I'd have been gone a long time ago. But guess what? God stepped in. He intervened. You know, the master stepped in and he said, no, not yet. Oh. So, you know, if you burned your bridges with your loved ones, um, they, you can't expect the bridge to be built over again all at once. Baby, you got to do it in increments. You know, mm -hmm. they may not trust you because you done took and stole from them. You done disrespected them. Um, you know, focus on getting you together. 
And let me tell you something, unless you really want it, you can't do it for your mom. You can't do it for your parents. You can't do it for your children. You got to want it for yourself. For yourself. And know that resources is out there. Help is out there. Help is on the way. Yes. You just got to be standing out there where they can see you. You know, if That's you right. really want to get it together, it's out here waiting on you. And I would love to talk to you. You know, oh, wow. a lot of people are ashamed of what they've done. But I can't sit on God's testimony. My Come testimony on. that God has given me. See, that's that's a testimony where God gets the glory, not me. I don't need no pat on the back, no lemon slice, no lollipop or none of that. You know, I just need you to know that if God can deliver me, he can deliver anybody. How can they know. reach out to you, sis? How can they reach out to you? Um, you can reach out to me on my Facebook Messenger. There you go. Um, Teresa Hammond, you know, okay. look me up on Facebook. I won't put okay. my number out there just yet. Right, but right. But you can reach out to me on Facebook Messenger or they can contact you and you okay. can contact me. Absolutely, absolutely. And know that if nobody's told you, I love you. I know you're struggling. I know you're going through. I know it hurts. But guess what? Only you can stop all that. People mm. can can pet you and tell you it's going to be okay, pat you on the head till you blue in the face, till you get ready. You, I look at it as like we tortured ourselves. Mm. If you want to keep torturing yourself, can't nobody do nothing about it. But one thing that, that helped me is some, this person told me one time, when you feel like you crave and feel like you want to use, feed it up and think about the misery that it's done cost you. Was it really worth it? And if it's really yours, you get yourself together. God will give you that back and more. See, where I had five kids, now I got six. I got 13 grandchildren and one great-grandbaby on the way. And you know, you ain't got to be no more than 30 to be grandmamas these days. No, I I will not treat my baby. I love my baby. And God will place them in my life because they know I need them. Ain't so much as they need me, I need them. Amen. And they, they help me. They keep me on my toes. Amen. Brother, I have the same question for you. Well, if you, you know, okay, go ahead. Well, you know, Trees pretty much wrapped it up, Deborah, you know, because I mean, you know, you, you couldn't, you, I mean, you couldn't put it out there no better than uh, what she just did, you know. Right. And and I, I I can just only put one message behind that. If you're a praying person, keep praying. Keep praying. Yes. Yep. Keep, keep praying. praying. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because Even when you get tired, just keep praying. Keep right. praying. Don't stop. Because prayer never fails. No. Uh. Uh-uh. How can Probably they reach you? We can't. That's true, sis. How can they reach you, brother, if they want to, you know, talk to somebody? Well, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm always putting that inspiration out there, you know. Yes, you because, are. You know, I, you know, I, I feel like I can I can touch somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. I, even though I've got over three thousand friends, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but I, I've got I've got some favorites because you know they you know they um. I mean, I'm I'm touching somebody when I when I, when I when I put put it out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I feel I feel like I done done my de- my deed for today. You know okay. because you know they will let me know, brother. You show you know you, you show put it out there. You know and and they can they they can reach me through Messenger on Facebook or or they they can just um Facebook period. You know, uh, some call me uh, uh the love doctor. Yes, and Lord. <laughs> okay, but all right. You should just you know, say uh, I, I just want. I, I just. I just want. I just want um each and every one you know that uh um that took the time out to uh listen to a partial of our story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, God is not through with you yet because I know He's not through with me. Right. Right, you know, and, and and 
and keep 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 the faith, keep up the faith, you know, and and, and just continue on praying. You know. Well, thank you, my brother James Alexander Bryant, and my sister Teresa Hammond. You got it's something else to say, Teresa? Yeah, Alex. Alex, let me just tell Alex, you this. Alex, I'm sorry. You know, um, when when I went in the re, you'd be surprised of people that's struggling with addiction. They are some of the most talented, smartest people you will ever come in contact with. You know, when you had got a chance to sit down, I find myself writing poets and poems mm. of, of my lifestyle. And I can remember the first one I wrote, all I wanted was um, just one hit. It could be a piece, it didn't have to be a whole. When I, let me see, all I wanted was just one hit. When I got started, I just couldn't quit. Peeping out the windows and peeping out the doors. Before the night was through, I was I was on my knees on the floor, smoking uh, cracker crumbs and bread crumbs, thinking I was smoking that stuff that was gonna be cat me on. Um, you know, it it just go it's real long. <laughs> I, I do remember that. Wow, all those years ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all save, save the juice because we got a part two. I do want to give uh, the Monday morning motivation uh, quote, falling down is an accident. Staying is a choice. So treat everything in the past as dead. And from now on, it's a new beginning. Wow. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to Relationship Lounge presents Reveal and Heal. Remember, you can't heal unless you reveal. I'm Coach Deb. I want to thank you for tuning in. Have an amazing day. You deserve it. Thank you, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> I love y'all. Love you, baby.